Welcome to the world of Thea, a wondrous and imaginary place where tall ships, magic and adventure, calls to the hearts of many brave women and men such as yourselves. Whether you've come seeking profit, fame, titles, or perhaps even glory for the nations you've chosen to serve, one thing is certain, the more you risk, the greater will be your reward. We send you now to join with your new crew aboard the Seraphim. She's a proud ship, with a stout captain and a strong crew. And even though this be her maiden voyage, your mission is so important that news of it has already begun to spread across the seas. So sharpen your cutlass, prime your muskets, and ready yourselves for the journey of a lifetime. The tides be right, and it's time we were away. Welcome back to another episode of the Bardic College Presents The Secrets of the Seraphim, a 7th C 2nd edition homebrew real play live podcast well recorded for you guys now uh with all of us here at the college and tonight we are blessed among the heavens to have all the cast with us again um uh, so we're just going to run down and introduce them to to you because it's been a while since so we've let them talk about it and i'm about to shock them with something so cast i'm going to introduce you quickly i'm going to introduce your character's name and we want one secret it could be anything but we need a secret so let's start with Annika. Annika is played by Kayla, and Annika is our Vestin Menevenior, um, Rocky Balboa, Dolph Lundgren sort of merchant. So she, if whatever she can't haggle for, she strikes at. So Annika, how are you today? Good. Excellent. And one secret. <laughs> um, <laughs> Allergic to fish. Doesn't count. I hate beaches. And by beaches, I do not mean the dogs. I mean, I've never liked a Caribbean beach. So the Atibian Sea is currently my own personal hell. Is it sand you don't like or just, just warm beaches? You don't like the like tropical the, beaches? The coconuts. The I, I know I drank from a coconut, but I was trying to be continental at a part of the group. and I Continental on an island. I like that. The monkeys, the the half naked people tanning. It's just it, it's vulgar to me. I prefer the cold. I prefer All right. Thea. All right. So that wasn't a that wasn't an oh my god. Please don't let anybody know my secret. But that was a secret. All right. And next we have Joel playing Ezra, Monkey York. Uh, how is Ezra this evening? Ezra's doing fine. He's he's in uh, spit polished and and ready to fire guns. Excellent. And what's, please don't say you're afraid of of loud noises as the master gunner. What is your dark secret, sir, or secret? Uh, Ezra's dark secret is that when they were bored and taken over by pirates, that he went willingly. That he was happy to become a pirate. Ah, okay. So, excellent. And playing Elisa Thomas is, is Mel. Uh, Mel joins us tonight. How's Elisa doing? Elisa? Yeah, Elisa is, you know, she's had time to stew in her anger. Um, she's she's better. She's feeling Excellent. good. And Fort Freedom has been such a blessing for everyone. What is a dark secret about Elisa? Um, I mean, how juicy do we want to get? You let the listeners know how they're listening. Uh, lure them in with something besides I enjoy some piracy and I hate a coconut. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> I mean, those are great. About, but... <laughs> how about this? Elisa Thomas is not the name that was given to her by her mother we know that already no we don't you've mentioned yes you've mentioned that oh yes God damn it that's a hell of a secret yeah Try another one i don't chew gum don't chew i'm gum. allergic to figs um go with born a man <laughs> <laughs> no i'm good um elisa thomas was once married that's a secret all right and over to Isabel monero played by lauren our Absolutely vivacious Castilian. Thanks. Give us a secret about Jezebel. Okay. So I've come up with three in the time <laughs> since you've asked this question. Excellent. And um, I'm going to ask you to pick a number, one, two, or three, and that will determine two. which one. Two? Mm -hmm. Okay. Sometimes, in, in case he needs it, I will endorse that Edmundo take supplies from the ship stores. Okay. 
That's theft on a boat. You That's bitch. A secret. <laughs> I wish everybody could have seen Elisa's face. It's a face. secret. Walk the plank. I'm the boasted. You didn't realize I have to have you both flogged, right? Ooh. Actually, well. Edmundo will enjoy himself. Well, Whoa. Gregor, you kind of decide the sentence, but I have to be the one to enact no. it. No. Okay. We're I'd doing... rather him enact it. You're huge. <laughs> this this was a this was a character Bring me building. Bring flogging stool. This was a character <laughs> building episode. Um. So let's just let's just go back to it's a secret. <laughs> I won't meta, but if I find out, it's 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 downhill. Oh yeah, of course. And playing our captain is Justin Gregor Smythe. Good day to you. Good day to you, and Gregor as well. I hope. Uh, he's frustrated with the situation right now, but he's good. About to have a good breakfast, at least. Fabulous. And what is one of the secrets that Gregor has? Gregor holds a vicious, murderous rage for his uncle. And if people would <laughs> like to know why, there is an episode explaining it. That is true on the Patreon. So that's a good secret for our listeners who um, unfortunately or may have not been able to get over there yet. But yeah, if you have a chance, jump over to the Patreon. There is all kinds of background stuff on all our shows. Uh, interviews with cast members so far yeah well two one is being published uh very soon and we are actually setting up a third tonight for somebody as we get forward so there may be some some secrets in there as well uh all right so cast when we last left off we had arrived at fort freedom uh you had walked around trying to get some information on the gentleman who you are supposed to share the insights of the scroll with captain milton davis of the hms banshee and you learn that Fort Freedom is actually not an Avalonian fort, but uh, it's under the control of the Atibian Trading Company. And right now in their history, the Atibian Trading Company, every nation that does business with them uh, is under contract that for one year they will provide security. And it just so happens that this is the year, the season, that it is the Avalonians' time to do so. So that is why um, Davis is here on the uh, frigate Banshee. So he is patrolling waters, keeping a Tibian trade safe and trying to show a a strong presence, if you will, for the company. Cause right now they still don't have their, their own full army yet. That is something they are working on building, but it has not come to fruition entirely. Uh, While there you were able to make your way up to the fort and upon entering it, uh, Annika Finley was immediately arrested by the commander of the fort. And (laughs) that kind of went a little bit awry at first. A lot of tempers were flaring. People were screaming at each other. But in the end, Annika gave herself over and allowed herself to be taken off to the cells where she awaited the arrival of a, they called him a witness, somebody that would attest to the fact of who Annika Finley was and give them information about her in, in, you know, to reduce their own sentence. And when that witness arrived by ship, uh, which Milton Davis had gone to secure for them, uh, it turned out to be her brother. And he let her know that his... Bori. I'm sorry, his, his, her brother Bori, right. And he let her know that his wife, that he had married since Annika had been out working with her mom on, on being more of a merchant than a Jarl's daughter, that his wife had taken her name because she herself had no reputation to lead so she started dropping Annika's name as, you know, I'm the f- terrible Annika Finley and I can do this and I can do that and adopted her name when she did some of these crimes. And now Annika is being blamed for this other woman's actions here in the Atibian Sea in the in these in this new world area. So we well, when we get, when we come back together and join, we rejoin with everybody right now. Uh, we are sitting inside the office of the governor. We had just had breakfast, and it appears that he is about to give testimony that she is actually not the Annika Finley that they are looking for. So if everybody's good, we'll pick it up there, Cast. Is that okay? Yep. Yes, sir. Great. Let us do this. Okay, yeah, and the commander's name is Jared Winthorpe Day. So we'll be dealing with Jared Day. Man of many letters. Man of many, many, many letters. And that's saying something coming from Isabel Montoya Escalacho. What is it? Wow. Escal- Escal- no. Escal- no. Escalato. I'm never going to say it on the air. But, 
But come on, Lauren, yes, it's so you know, good. No, I know it's good, which is why it will never be on the air. I'm going to leave you all in suspense. <laughs> oh, one day when we do another secret, you'll have to let it out. <laughs> no. All right. She'll come up with a million secrets off the cuff just to keep her name a secret. My hats are full of them. It's why they're so big. Got it. All right, so... Uh, the commander of the of Fort Freedom, Jared Winthorpe Day, who is a high-ranking member of the Atibian Trading Company, turns to Bori and says, now... Wait, am I there? Am I in the witness stand yes. or something? Yay! No, no. Okay. No, he brought the two... Remember, he brought the two of you in from the cells, and you were standing there, and everyone else is gathered. They had just finished up breakfast. They're back in his office, because they had had breakfast, I believe, outside in the in the courtyard, under the... You know, the sun was just coming up. And he brought them back into his very, very beautifully accrued office. And standing there, you know, you, you two are brought in. You're still manacled, but that's just standard procedure. Uh, and with everybody there and everybody listening, he uh, says to, to Bori, he says, Sosa, I believe you have potential testimony that we will require of you if we are to take a different sentence than what most men suffer here from piracy. And if this is only your first transgression, it would be a branding and five years hard labor. And fortunately for you, our records don't show your name coming up anywhere else, and I see no marks upon your skin. So I will reduce that sentence to six months if you give me what we need to know. The woman standing next to you, is this Annika Finley? He looks at you. Yeah, but not the Annika Finley you looking for. This is the Annika Finley. The other one, she's just using her name. Huh. I see. And why, how did you know that she's not, that this is the real Annika Finley? This one here to be my sister. She and I sailed together with my father's ships many a years, raiding and pillaging all across the the Montaigne's colonies in Nova Scotia and across Inishmore. <laughs> Annika, yeah, he just threw that out there. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> I, I just go, I, she puts her fist up to her mouth and looks like she's about to have chomp on her own fingers. Like, God damn it, I can't believe you just admitted that. No, he goes like, he looks and she says, what's wrong? He's already said there'll only be six months. It, he can't keep stacking on now. This is the deal. I can say whatever I want. Get it off my chest. Oh. Well, that was long time ago. I'm not so sure that was the right thing maybe to say. Where's my Vendel Guild representative? God damn it! I need my Vendel Guild lawyer. I need it. Milton Davis <laughs> looks at you and says, Captain O'Smythe, it seems that whatever mission you are on, you have a bona fide Vestin Raider on your hands. Silence. Whatever she's done in her youth, I have no say over. This court is here to discuss different matters, I believe. Court, as it were. We are not a court, we are nor, nor are we a tribunal, sir. We are simply in my office trying to ascertain whether or not this is the Annika Finley that has caused so much, you know, s several calamities to a Tibian trading company business. Which well, I have not. already attested that she has, that she's not that person. But she's also attested that she's a pirate. Was is the correct term here. Was. You have papers of pardon? I think a better question would be, are there charges brought against her for those times? Because if not, there's no issue. Well, the issue is, sir, I'm a, allowing a woman who is a notorious pirate into the waters to cause what knows what mayhem. This woman's not a notorious pirate. This woman's a member of the Vendel Guild, and she's been working with us. She's not a pirate. Again, if she's done things in her past, if there's no charges being brought against her, then so be it. I'm sure everybody here has a past they would, li they would like swept a little clean. Elisa? Uh, may I interject with a point? So I um, sort of step forward and I look at the captain and I go, Captain Davis, am I correct? Yes, ma'am. 
And you are? My name is Elisa Thomas. I am the quartermaster on the ship, overseeing everything, second in command to Gregor O'Smythe, our captain. I see. A pleasure. Miss Finley was handpicked from a plethora of different individuals for this trip, this journey that we were sent on by Queen Elaine herself. Would the Queen send someone with a past like this? Would Are you saying that your judgment is better than Queen Elaine's? Well, ma'am, I'm not actually the one as upset about this as it appears to be Commander Winthrop Day is. The gentleman, and he points to the desk. He says, I can understand his instincts to crush piracy wherever he finds it. And let's be honest, the witness who is actually sparing your friend's neck from the from the gallows or, the, or a branding is also the one who has condemned her with his own mouth. Um... Maybe this scroll will clear some things up. Step forward in front of Elisa and say, again, these these alleged crimes were in the past. They are not in question today. I will have no further speaking of things that have happened in the past here. We are here to discuss whether this woman, and I point at Annika, is the woman that you have been looking for, hunting for, for piracy. The man has stated quite clearly she is not we're so done here the... a man who's a pirate a man who you told us would be your perfect witness you told me you weren't if he was such a if she was such an important witness then why did you go fucking find him gentlemen remove the captain from my quarters my, you my can office fucking try it okay well captain. oh my annika's no. voice booms out it's like captain Please, calm yourself. Guards, remove the captain. They come in. They're standing there with with muskets. They're like, they just point to the door. <clears throat> I kick over a chair and I walk out. You are phenomenal for leaving with breaking shit. This seems to <laughs> be like a, a running pattern. I don't ever want you here, because I have things I like in my house, so if... <laughs> I would we... never want you anywhere near that's, valuables. That's not me in real life. You wouldn't want Gregor there, no. He, he's like a petulant child. Uh, breaking things as he leaves. I'll it's show right. you. It's all right. Yeah. I mean, I know you're trying to defend me. I, I'm. She's just like, my brother's already fucked up. Fucked this up. I, I need to take control that's... of this. I got this. The captain, who is, much co- who is now standing there, says... <clears throat> Bori. Your name is Bori? Yeah. Where is this other Annika Finley? And he looks at you. He's, and he says, um, she's probably taking on water and stores at uh, where we normally try to do that. And he looks at him and says, which is? And she says, the island I believe is called Mur- the island is called Mukaro by the locals. Um, we have been trading for things that they need with take some of the ships and loot them. And then they've been giving us safe haven and helping us in the bay with collecting things we can use for food and fresh water. He says, I see. Commander, I think what the easiest way to do it, the easiest thing to do on this is, is that I head out immediately and disband this group of rogues and with any luck, hopefully capture this other woman um, Yersa and bring her back to be tried accordingly and let this crew be on their way. Whatever the situation is with this woman and her past crimes let's, let us say that right now we know of nothing in the Caribbean Sea and the Atibian Sea as the fiery captain mentioned and while the company does say that once pirate, always pirate, I believe that Queen Elaine being the ally to the company this this season um, foregoes us having to disrupt their their mission. It's obviously important enough that they sent her sent this group with a brand new ship and a scroll that obviously I do need to read. So if 
with your permission, if we could all just retire to my my ship, make our way, and then everyone can go about their business. Would that be satisfactory, Commander? I promise to go and get this other Annika Finley. In the spirit of friendship and good commerce, Captain Davis, if that is your suggestion, I will, I will abide by it. Uh, she'd like to raise her hands in the manacles and like mm-hmm. wave at them, going like, "Hey, can I be called upon, please?" Milton looks at you like, "Okay." <laughs> what you, Miss Finley? You had something to add? In this, this is the captain. The captain we're trying to talk to. The the nice captain. The commander's behind the desk. Great. Yes. In the spirit of friendship and honor between us, I would like to help you hunt down this thief who has stolen my name. Well, that seems like a... That's What do you say to that, Commander? That's even a better offer. Let her clear her name. He says, well, that's fine. Um, I think that'll be a fair exchange your freedom and some of your time to go and collect this pirate for us. Help the captain out. That would let him get back to his regular duties quickly. Um, yes. Excellent. I'm going to hold you to this, Miss Finley. You and the rest of your friends here. Uh, Miss Thomas, I know that right now the captain is outside cooling off, but are you willing to take on this effort for us? Help out capturing this other Annika Finley? Uh, yes, sir. Very well. Let us now go imposter hunting. Oh, this is a great day. The uh, the commander behind the desk does give Jezebel a look. What? Then he gives Ezra a look. <laughs> so you're not sure what he's really into, but he's looking oh. up both. <laughs> it's like, he's... I wonder why they call him monkey. No, um, so moving on. <laughs> he, could, he could show you. He... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I, so I'm freed. Uh, essentially, is what's happening. They're gonna unlock you. Yay! I'm not gonna get beat the, up. <laughs> no, they're also going to take your brother away to work in a very bad place for six months. But great, he's Vestin. He'll be fine. You know, he'll make his way back one day. Um. Yeah. All right. So you head out to the courtyard, and the captain is there, and he's got several soldiers around him while he. Makes small stomping circles around and left and right, left and right, right and left. <laughs> but everybody comes out of the office and everything, things seem to be in better spirits. The sun is up. It's still fairly early in the morning. It's around 10 a.m. And yeah, you've been released into the care, custody, and control of Captain Milton Davis. And Alyssa, I guess you want to explain to the captain what's going on now? I can explain. Um, well, anybody, I don't care. As soon as the door opens and I see Annika with the rest of the group, I just uh, I loudly call out, "Ah, that dumb bastard saw the logic, did he?" Would you take five minutes and shut your mouth? We are still within reach of the chains. She, this is her first breath of freedom. I've been in a cell before. I'm fine. Let me chastise him. Shush. All right. So now that she's free, let's go. Captain, I can't. I thought you were free. I am until we capture Irsa. Okay. I have to go and put my sister-in-law in in chains in my place. Uh, So, uh, where? So the other captain walks by and he says, Crew of the Seraphim, I will see you aboard the Banshee and shall we say two bells? And he nods and he says, I will be there and then you can present me the scroll and we can decide how we're going to uh, go about hunting this Annika Finley. The other Annika Finley. Perfect. Aye, sir. Her name is is Ursa and you will not forget it. He looks over at you and he says, my apologies, madam. And he starts walking out. Captain, Captain Davies, you are both a gentleman and a scholar. My accent died. Well, you're taller than him, Kay, and he's pretty tall. So I... It was that or mountain. I thought mountain was inappropriate. At least he didn't say sir. Nobody can mistake me for a sir, Lauren. My armor doesn't exactly conceal the chest. I'm just saying. Perhaps it should. Exposed area. Now, Captain, you've been informed that in two hours, 
please bring the scroll to the Banshee. He will look it over, so on and so forth. And then right. they've told you that you're not familiar with these waters very well. So this uh, island that you're looking for, you're going to have to get to charts and hopefully he'll be able to show you. Obviously, he will, he'll have them. He'll show you in, on the charts exactly where it is and then what you can do about how we're going to go about, about getting her. So We just mainly have to see how far out of the way it is, but yeah. It's a little, it is, it's a little further West, uh, about a day, day and a half. It's not crazy far. Jezebel, as you're about to leave, you see an old woman, um, dressed in reds, um, and has a beautiful gold chain, uh, chain with a cross on it. And she smiles at you and you kind of look at her. And for a moment, she, she motions you to come over for a second. Does does this woman look like she's more local to like the islands in the Atibian Sea? Is no, she, she from looks Thea? like no. She's definitely she's Thayan, and she mm-hmm. looks possibly she looks probably like she comes from the same country as yourself, oh. Castilia. Okay, well, nice old lady. Um, huh? yeah, actually, after taking a look at her, she has garments that appear to be almost priestly. Oh, okay. So I call out to the um, to the crew. Um, I am off to seek some sort of momentary diversion. I will join you on the banshee in two bells or three. Do you want some company? Do you want in to be some a- in some bells? And no, um, it, honestly, what I'm diverting you probably don't want to be there anyway unless you do want a diversion my love oh no i'm i'm no diversions okay for no you? you have you have fun i i All will right. but not too much fun i will try not to think of you fondly okay thank you okay two, thank you three bells i two bells two and i hold up i hold up two fingers to her and i point at them like two bells i can speak the language you don't need. To, you don't have to con- condescend to me. I'm I say it. Saying. I say it to her in Castilian too. Just okay. Aye. two bells. So the rest of the crew is heading to the Seraphim, I guess, to get collect the scroll and get <clears throat> make sure that the the uh, ship is reprovisioned as best as possible. Right. Get fresh water on board. But you know, uh, yesterday you got here, so we'll say that most of that was done anyway. But that yeah, we'll be fine. Uh, all right. So the rest of the crew heads off. Jezebel. The old woman, you come, you come up, you know, she comes up to you and she says, I knew you'd come. I always, my dreams, they always have ways of coming to pass. Yes, it is. We should, we should go inside. Please follow me, follow me. Um, my dear, I, um. She starts walking. How do you, do you. From a, from a dream. Are you sure you have the correct person? I, there's very little chance I would have been here before. Um, who That's are... why it was a dream and not a memory. Are well, you coming? Ah, uh, see, see. Keep in mind, listeners. Isabel isn't foolish. Well, maybe she wants to live her life like that of a epic hero in a romance novel. She wants to be the main character. And this is something the main character would do. Consequences be damned. Beautifully done. All right, All right Keeper, is it is it possible for Isra to try to to uh, to walk back with the others and then sort of sneak off? Yeah, to sort of keep an eye on. I want to keep an eye on Isabel. I don't well, trust you... the old lady. Sure, I said I, mean... I was going for diversions. As they're walking out, you stop for a moment. You catch this woman's eyes. She waves and not motions you over. You're like, going for a diversion. Okay, whatever. And yeah, Ezra, I mean, you can follow behind her. Ezra, you speak all languages, right? Yes. Yes, I'm a linguist. So I yeah, can understand so you, them. You can understand her saying, it was not a memory. It was a vision. And, that kind of thing. <laughs> and you're like, a vision? Oh, okay. So yes, you can follow them. Okay. I kind of wanted to do it stealthy, if that's possible. Do you have a hide? Uh, yeah, I have a two and hide. I have a two. I have a two and hide. Well, that makes sense as a gunner. You know how to hide when the cannons are coming at you, shooting at sure. you. That's good. So you're doing this. You're doing this sneakily. So let's use finesse and hide. 
take those dice and you're going to move and stay secreted. You just need, you know. Yes, I just want to see what she's doing. I want to make sure, one, that uh, nothing's going to happen to her. And two, I want to know what she's doing. I'm just curious as to what she's doing. (laughs) I want to know what she's doing. And two, I want to know what the fuck she's doing. I get it. Yeah, I mean, like, if she's going to be hurt, (laughs) then I'll be there. If she's doing something interesting that nobody else knows about, I'd kind of like to know about it. Okay, so just, Ezra, just let's let's all remember that of anybody on this crew not probably going to get hurt in a fistfight or in a, in a, it would be her. But that's okay. You still don't know her that well. But considering that she's got a brace of pistols, three different types of steels, high boots, and a big hat, you think pretty much that she can, yeah, she's a fighter. It could just be that good. guy thing where, you it's know, it's like, I, I must protect the woman, but, you know, the woman is could kick his ass. Right. Well, I mean, it could be that. I'm thinking more it's equal parts, the the guy thing, and equal parts. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Um he wants to learn about these people and that's in yeah. this maybe this is the way to do it so sets of 10 any way you can make them as many tens as you can um i get two that's that's enough you can move and hide all right so you okay. follow them she leads her into a small chapel and she takes her and immediately touches the water the blessed water she says come come child it's time for us to speak i've waited Oh, long over 18 months for you to finally make your way here. Please, please. I go in. Uh, it's a chapel, so it's a Vatican chapel, so I do Vatican all the, chapel, yep. um, the proper ceremony upon entering this space. You can imagine that this is not something you might have thought the Atibian Trading Company, but I have proven my worth to the commander on more than one occasion, calling upon the to call upon the old ways to interpret signs and omens and dreams and predict even the weather for him. So he has built me this space, gives it to me to, 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 you, to use in reflection with the powers that be. So Ezra, you make, you, you're able to get in without them really paying too much attention. A little bit of light pours into this darker space, but you I guess what do you try to do? You duck down, or you are you doing the marine crawl on the yeah, floor? Yeah, I mean, if they're in a if they're in a church, I can basically duck down in the darkness to the pews, can I? Yeah, it's a chapel. It's maybe got ten chairs in it. It's small, but I mean, again, they're they're moving, they're walking up towards the altar. Uh, you're you're you made the roll. You can get in, and no one's you know you're not trying to cause. Yeah, anybody I in guess we'll say that I just sort of crouched down in a corner, basically, okay. just just far enough away that uh, I won't be within vision, but. Enough that I can hear what's going on, I guess. Sure. So all in Castilian, she says, How is your family, child? My family? See, your mother, Maria, how is she? At the mention of her mom's name, she kind of freezes up. I I have not spoken to Maria in almost a year. Oh, but when I last saw her, she was well, and in my last letter, she was worried, but but well. How do you know my family? Who who are you? That will come in time, should you choose to seek the answers. But I will tell you this, child. This is important, so pay attention to this old one. Your family's money did not go the way you thought it went was not all about the creditors and the mad mistakes and the little things and the nuances. No, no, no. It was from a stout heart and generosity it went. Now, you might not believe this old one, but I tell you, I know your mother. I know who she used to be, and I know who she still is. That money, your father's money, she gave it away. Why would Why would she do that? Yes, it- a more kind and generous woman never walked like never walked this earth. But she had to see what it was doing to him if she was taking money. She wasn't taking it. He was somewhat aware. He knew that her her heart and her soul was one uh, like a wellspring, and she would give to anyone who was in need. She would protect and take care of those who were less fortunate, and. Uh, when the time came and then your fathers had some little mistakes, the coffers, I think, were too too empty. But the legacy is what's important. 
The event means nothing. Coins are earthly. This is about the soul. And you share her soul, Yezebel. You never said your name. What makes you think I share the soul of an incomparable woman? She touches your face and she said, Because I am your aunt and I know who you are. I held you as a child and walked with your mother. I was there the day she took her vows. Both of them. Both of them? Uh, do do I, who is this aunt? Do I know of an aunt? Ah, I, I back up a little bit. Um, mother never mentioned you. See, that is possible. We took different paths. Uh, your mother. I am the one who took her vows and chose to follow into this new world to try to help the ways I knew how. Your mother, she did it in a different way. It caused some sadness among her, and she was not happy when I decided to leave the rest of her family behind and come here. But I assure you, now that you have arrived, Yazabel, there is much that you need to know. I want you to make your way. If you want to know everything about your mother, about the fortune, about your father, everything, make your way to San Sancha. It is a, a big city. Not far from here, to the east. Once there, you'll have to make your way into the mountains and find the chapel of La Virgen Rosa. There, the friar, he will be able to explain. And his name? Pablo. Tell him who. Tell him your mother's name, and he will know what to do. Her maiden name. Of course. Um, and what is your name? You never told me. She smiles. She lean, you know, she wants to come over and hug you. I can take her in a fight. Why the hell not? <laughs> I would hope so. She's like 70. I don't know. She's given me witchy vibes and Castilians don't like magic. You're thinking about scrapping with this old lady? I don't know. Dice! <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying that- Round like, one, fight! In case she tried any funny business. I I go for the I I let her hug me I I go for the hug. Okay, Ezra. Here's Ezra. Here's what you see. Ezra, you see Jezebel talking to someone. You see her enter the chapel. You see the old lady speaking with her. Walk away, and then Jezebel go up and embrace this statue of this female icon and kind of whisper to it softly, and then let go and. Jezebel, you hugged your aunt, but she just didn't give you her name. And you don't know where she went. But Joel, you saw her actually hugging a statue. So she, you're right. So I'm thinking she's not quite right in the head. Right. Or, <laughs> or, it's, or it's magic. Right. Uh, because, he, because he believes in the old ways. So uh, more than likely he thinks she's bewitched or there's something going on. Ezra, how do you, um, are you, you're just going to hide until she passes? Or because she's in a, she's right now in a daze. She's kind of in a like, huh? Yeah, I think like, I, I will wait. I'll wait till she passes. Okay, and then I will. I will uh, give her a little bit, and then I'll make my way back, and then I can just say that, you know, I stopped off. I stopped off for a drink on the way, and maybe I will. Maybe I will stop off and 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 get drinks so <laughs> that it's so it's so it's on my breath at least. Maybe it's not a bad idea if I actually did get like <laughs> some alcohol <Yeah>. in me. <laughs> All right. Yezebel, what did, where are you headed? Are you headed back to the Seraphim, or are you making your way over to the Banshee, like you said? Um, I I told them I'd meet them at the Banshee. So with my how much wealth do I currently have? I'm keeping a tra I'm keeping track because <laughs> it changes daily. Twenty three. Hmm. What mischief can I get up to? So back on the Seraphim, uh, yes, Alyssa, you were Alisa, you were able to get most of the water secured. You were able to also bring in some provisions without doing any trading, you know, to counteract that money. Call it 15 gold or, 15, you know, 15 gold off the, the total tally at this point to get everything resupplied and, and water casks and the whole bit. So you only have a little bit of time. Is everybody just going to get on a, a, a boat and pull over towards the Banshee? What do we want to use? How do you want to do it? Obviously, you're going together, I'm sure. 
uh, are are we we're provisioned? Are is the banshee in port or out in the? She's out in the bay, but you're not far apart. Even you, even you're out in the you know you're out in the bay as well. It's probably a ten minute, you know. Oh, that's right. There is no, there are no docks. Not in this one, right? That's right. Um, Not on Fort Freedom side, right? Should we just move the boat over or take a long boat? No, moving the boat would be a couple, like an hour to get it. You got to raise the anchor. You got the sheets. You got yeah, it's a lot of work. It's it's much better on a long boat. Plus, you don't want big ships. now that we have Annika back, she can row. Yeah, and big ships try not to get too mm-hmm. too close to each other anyway, because if there's a storm and they get pushed around, they'll just bang into one another. I only row for small bone Ted. There you go. I'm kidding. I don't row for anyone. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sorry. All right, so you guys are getting ready to go over. That puts us, and funny you should mention that, that puts us back with Jezebel Monero in, uh, up at the, the town around uh, Fort Freedom. The gentleman's there. You grab another coconut, I guess. Or And by the way, the rest of the crew that was coming on and off the island did get their coconuts. Yay! Um, Juan Carlos, he came through. He did come through. Of course I stopped by and talked to Juan. New best okay. friend. And he's, he gives you one on the house. He said, tell the man with the the shaggy red hair, thank you so much for the for all the, for the money. I did very well with my rum coconuts. Well, I... Juan Carlos, they are the only rum coconuts I've had on the island, but I guarantee you they are the best. And you well, are... Well, they are the only ones on the island, yes. Oh, really? <laughs> wow. I, Corner there were of f- the market. Well, there were four other people that tried to do rum coconuts, but they're gone. Ah. <laughs> eliminated the competition, eh? I love an ambitious man. What? <laughs> Did I just buy a coconut from a serial killer? Not a serial killer. He knows who he's taking out. He's not just guessing. (laughs) (laughs) He's he's very methodical. The unsub Uh, only targets men who sell coconuts. Sell coconuts. (laughs) This means he has a bad relationship with his mother. Right. So um, you make your way down to the uh, where all the skiffs are and all that kind of stuff, and there's there's a a skiff there with a with an actual. Um, you know, small sale again, like we were talking about the Jack Sparrow type, and a woman is is there, and she's got a piece of like sugar cane or something she's chewing on. And she looks up at you, and she's got this kind of wildish blonde hair, but a hat that's a little too small for her head. She's like, "Are you heading out into the bay?" Um, yes, my dear, I am headed for uh the Banshee, captained by Milton Davis. Um, oh, that big fucker! Ah, the big fucker. Yes, that one. <laughs> I can get you out there. What but, but cost you two bits? Horror rum coconut. Saw you talking to him over there. If you want to pick me up one of those, be more than glad to sell you there for a rum coconut. How about the, how about uh, two bits and a coconut? I'm good with one Carlos. Give me just <sighs> a moment. <laughs> she sounds like she has some sort of emphysema or something. She, <laughs> she just takes this really weird breath. <coughs> it may just be excitement. You're not sure. Okay. But you bring her a rum coconut and the two bits. She's like, I'm going to be the richest one in me family one day. I told that pecker not to stay in Labuka. Onto the ship with you now. I'll try pushing off. All right. Um, if you require assistance, just <laughs> let me know. Um, no, no, no. I got it. Oh, so she thank, puts you in. She you. says, could you hold the coconut? Absolutely. Um, Everyone, picture a dashing, sexy pirate madam trying to keep her balance aboard a skiff while holding two coconuts aloft. So this woman goes back about eighteen to twenty feet, and she begins run and she begins running down the beach towards the skiff, full throttle. Wait. <laughs> and she hits it with her chest. Oh, no. <laughs> And she starts pushing. And it doesn't go very far. She's like, I, I got it. I got it. Just don't spill the drink. I got it. And she goes running up. And she does it again. And on the third time, you kind of notice that she's not pushing normally like a normal person. She's using more of her shoulder and here. She's got this, like, yeah. So she just, ugh, finally, it breaks free of the beach. It's just floating in the water. And she's like, oh, they, they just give me a hand up. It just, 
Absolutely. Help me over the side. No, absolutely. I'm happier I, than I look, Tom. I, you're fine. Um, I asked if you needed help. With what? The, I know cast- how to sail. It's me ca- job. No, casting off, madam. This boat is large and vast and impressive, and you shouldn't <sighs> be pushing it with just your chest. Oh, you mean the small bone? That's me. That's me ship. That's me ship. The small bone. You said you were from Labuka. No. Oh. No, my cousin, he he has trade in Labuka. We've met he's... him. Have you? Yes. Oh, that's so nice. Let me get you out to the banshee. She takes the rudder. Sail fills up with wind. She's sipping a rum coconut. You're, I'm sure, up towards the front on the prow, letting the air, the wind oh, yeah. hit you in any way possible to make your foot hair blow. Foot braced bump. on something. I move something so my foot can brace <laughs> on it. Yeah. And, um... The boat's yeah. big enough for about four or five people. Oh, fantastic. All right, she, gets, she gets you on board just before the, t- you know, about half hour to spare. The long boat's already pulled up alongside. Uh, everybody's there with the captain, <clears throat> uh, you know, on the deck. And once the whole crew is assembled, uh, Ezra, Lisa, Annika, and Gregor, um, he says, now, um, shall we go to my cabin and we can take care of this business and make our decision on how we best go about hunting this pirate? Shall Keeper. we? I do yep. want to point out, I have the scroll in the locked chest, carrying the entire thing. Yep. All right. No worries. Yeah. So you make your way over to his uh, cabin. Very, very nice. Uh, it's a frigate, so it's a little bit bigger than a regular sloop's cabin. You know, it's it's a good sized ship. He does have some space. Uh, he has enough room in here for, there's a dining table that would hold like eight officers. He also has a full-size desk. Um this is, you know, the, the guy's been doing this for a while. And even though he's a young man, he's been at sea since he was about 10 and grew up in a, in a noble family that also had sea, the sea in its blood. So he's he's definitely got the chops to, to take the ship. You he's know, like he's, me, but better off as a kid. Yeah, he's like you with, with you had money. Yeah, exactly. Real money. Yeah, money. Um, so he says, please, everyone, can I get you a sherry while we while we talk? And he starts pouring everyone a small sherry. Passes you have, those around. Absolutely. Do you have ale? Um, I believe maybe down in the mess deck, I could, I could send for something. This, this is very good. It's a fine year. She'll down it in one shot. <laughs> Excellent. You're, you savage. You're not supposed to you're sip You're supposed it. to sip it. Even he knows that. I did sip it in one. You comment on my drinking, you comment on my ability to talk to people, and now you... I am seriously... (laughs) This is not in character, but she's, like, giving you this look like, really? Comment on my drinking ability? (laughs) The captain brings the scroll case in. What are you doing with it, Gregor? You're opening it up for him and handing it to him? Uh, I set it... I set the chest on his desk and take the key out of my shirt and unlock it. Uh, Explain to him, Captain Davis... Um, this is for your eyes, not ours, as well as a handful of others from the queen herself. I see. We've been tasked to bring it to you. You read it, sign it, and we go about our way. Very well. Very serious business. I appreciate your, the steadfast way you're handling this, Captain. The, uh... Of course. This is the scroll that Miss Thomas mentioned in front of commander day and uh apologize for my vehemence we just we're trying to keep it on the hush hush as much as possible well um depending on what's inside of it i'll understand or hope i mean obviously it's it's something so valuable that they were willing to dispatch a ship with you know a crew and the the resources behind it so let's see what it says i step back to where i can't like see what it is all right he opens it up isabel kind of you know i want to know what's in it so in a coy in a coy femme way i try and move a little closer so i can look at the scroll um all right anybody else not okay with that um (laughs) i'm I'm not I'm I'm shooting her a look that says, if you don't sit next to me in the next two seconds, 
I don't care how well trained you are with your sword. The pure fury that will erupt from my fists will shock you enough to knock you to the ground. <laughs> Is Isabel close to me? Um, it's, it's, you're all around the captain's desk and sitting in different positions. You know, everyone's kind of sitting. Ezra's there. Yeah, everybody. She's kind of close to everybody. I mean, it's a good sized cabin. I mean, we're not talking about a ballroom. I would try to put my hand on her shoulder. And Gregor, I am very expressive with my eyes. I have very very expressive peepers. Okay. She's, she's Vodace. She, obviously she's got very expressive eyes. I have the largest brown eyes. Even the one that's a roamer. Wow. Wh- wow. Which eye which do I look at? I'm not quite sure. <laughs> you bastards. <laughs> I need you to keep she be one eye. Off beauty. Elisa, I need you to keep an eye on the crew and an eye on the supplies. Stop it. <laughs> where where did this hen cannon come from that I have a lazy eye? Because I most certainly do not remember perpetuating well, this rumor myself. Slack eye, Thomas. Now that you don't have to wear an eye patch anymore, you're okay. Stop it. Uh, <laughs> You know, it's, it's slack guy. Time. Slack guy. Uh, all right. You bastard. <laughs> the Captain Davis opens it, reads it, smiles for a moment, gets serious, <laughs> chuckles, hmm, groans a little, and then heavy sighs. Rolls it, uh, signs it, hits it with this with some wax and a stamp. Rolls it back up, puts it in the case, closes the case, puts it back in the box for you, and then you can go ahead and lock it. All right. As soon as he does, I very reverently place it back in the box, lock it, uh, key back in my shirt, the whole deal. He says, well, I think I can understand now why it was so vitally important that you brought this to me. Um... Yes, this interesting. Well, where are you off to next? I saw the six, the other five addressees that were supposed well, to be receiving it. We had a plan, but apparently now we have to go find Miss Finley's sister-in-law. So let's discuss that. Well, I'm sure it won't take that long. The scroll was dated from the first of April. I'm so it's only been several weeks, you know, five weeks on the outside. Um, but in the meantime, let me show you where we where we are and make a decision on how we should go best about tracking down this this Yersa. I admit I don't know these waters very well, so I will definitely have to defer to your expertise. Very well. This is Fort Freedom here, and we are heading here. All right, that doesn't seem... Keeper, which side of the island are we on in this map? That's Yeah, he says it's. He says with good weather, we can be there in two days. It's not a problem. Isabel, you're looking around, and you notice that you're... That's where you were interested in possibly heading San Sancha. All right, so you would be here. So yeah, folks, it's it's a little over. It's about the, almost. If you look at it, it's almost an identical amount of distance. <clears throat> um, maybe an extra couple hours here or there, but uh, yeah, it's about a two day journey for each one. And but they are in absolutely the opposite directions. So it's something that Jezebel will have to take into consideration as we go forward. If she brings it up, we can swing there after taking out the imposter. Just. We can just circle back around and then go on to the next one. Right, because that is actually on your way out. That is yeah. correct. So, as, again, Gregor doesn't know this yet, so as long as Isabel yeah. brings it up at some point, that can be an easy plan. <clears throat> Good. All right, so he says, Miss Finley, if your brother mm. is correct and she is being helped by the locals, um, they are the Rahuri people, and they are not very, how should we put it, happy with the practices of the Atibian Trading Company, nor of these large vessels that have been coming in and taking out 
precious gems, metals, pelts, resources from the islands. So if she's been able to make contact to the point where they're helping outfit her ships, they must be doing it thinking that her disrupting trade is a good thing. So we may be dealing with a little bit more than just a ragtag band of of buccaneers. Yes. Excellent. Is everyone else understanding what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, that will need then more more than just a few guns, I. Correct. So he says, "Well." Here's what I think we should do. Um, it's already 12. We wouldn't be able to hit tide for a few hours. I've been sailing. Only got back late last night, so we're not fully provisioned ourselves yet. Um, I came in and went right immediately back up to San Sancho, so I am actually a little short on water and provisions. Uh, but tomorrow morning, we could definitely be ready to sail with first tide. If that's okay with you, Captain, we'll set off then. Uh, the weather gauge looks well. <clears throat> we should be fine sailing for the next several days. And we can make our way there, and hopefully this evening, if you'll join me for dinner, we can even discuss a battle plan on how we wish to approach them, should she take refuge somewhere into a river or upland into the island. Would be the best idea. Everybody okay with that? Joel? Ezra? So, yeah, you're able to go about your business, do what you want. You have till tonight. You can have, well, we can talk dinner and then uh, discuss any situations that you're concerned about and uh, make our way up into the island of Macaro, right? Is that how you say it? I keep, I wrote it wrong, so I keep, Macaro, yeah. That, I keep saying it because I spelled it wrong, unfortunately, in my notes. Um, anybody have anything that they want to get done on on the island prior to that, anybody, do you want to have, Jezebel, did you want to have your conversation? Is that something you want to tell the others? I do, I do want to have my conversation, and I want to book my passage for the morning. Okay. Um, after the really nice dinner um, at, with the Captain Davis. All right. So your plan is that you're going to break away from everybody at this point. I see. Okay. All right. Um, does anybody else have to get onto the island for anything, or should we just go right, skip right to the dinner part? All right, so here we go. Um, yeah, you at 7 p.m., you're brought back here. Uh, Jezebel, did you were you thinking of having Edmundo make something special just to bring along as a dish, a covered dish, maybe from your um, crew? Is my name Isabel Monero? Yes, I was. Okay, so he just figure out what you wanted to make, maybe a like a mussels and broth or. Oh yeah, like that. They, like the mussels and the tomato sauce with the broth and the bread and the yeah. The paella. It's not a. It's not a paella. That would take too much time. We have no time. That would take all day. We have no time. All right, we have no time. So yeah, there's no time. Everybody, uh, Ezra, all of you guys, did you do you dress up for this a little bit better? Are you in? Well, obviously, I know the Castilian's answer. The rest of you, are you wearing your your work clothes, or is this more of a we're getting dressed up to meet with another captain on you know at a, a formal dinner? Captain will definitely be in dress uniform. Okay. I um I will uh, I will wear actually wear my uniform. All right, and uh, and he will paste his hair down and try to look neat. Nice. And Alyssa, you're in uniform. Wear one of my nicer outfits from my days in Fodace. All right, uh, Jezebel, I can only imagine. So we'll just say it's a lot of color, like a fruit salad. Um, hey, <laughs> Carmen Miranda. <laughs> no, without the headdress. I, I don't. Mean, the hat. That kind of headdress is not no, not functional. Not what we're doing here. It's not functional. No. <laughs> any okay. duel would be any duel would become fruit ninja. What is Annika wearing? My best fighting leathers. Do you not always wear your best fighting leathers? No, there's my best fighting leathers, which I wear in company and to intimidate my clients. And then there's my more roughed up ones with scratches and pieces missing. Yeah, she's wearing the ones that aren't covered in blood. Yeah. Oh, oh 
my dress fighting leathers. Yeah. Got it. Okay. All right. So you're all introduced. Uh, you brought in. There's several members of his crew in attendance as well. They've taken a side table and put it put it with it, covered it with tablecloths. Real, real silverware. You know, the cutlery is beautifully monogrammed with the symbol of the Banshee on it, the HMS Banshee. So everything is, this ship is really well accrued. I mean, it's a beautiful, beautiful ship. Um, they, he sits down and starts with, so, to us, to success on tomorrow, uh, I hope that we uh, this venture will not take too long so that you are not delayed in your in your mission, Captain, and crew of the Seraphim. But may I raise a toast and a glass to Queen Elaine? Aye, to Queen Elaine. Protector of the Grail. <laughs> and Isabel throws the sherry over her shoulder and somehow gets it on the carpet, but nobody notices. Okay. Ezra, <laughs> Ezra, do you also tip and say something nice for Queen Elaine? Yes. Yeah, yeah. He raises his, his glasses <laughs> and his say, from her knickers to her crown, the queen, <laughs> sweet as she be. From her knickers to her crown. A yep, smoldering glare on Gregor's face <laughs> at the at the just blasphemy from this man's mouth. That's what I say. Fine what? toast, my what? friend. <laughs> Fine knickers. <laughs> I said knickers. <laughs> It implies she's wearing knickers, not that she's not wearing them. Right. That's which is always a good thing when dealing with the queen. Yeah. The uh, captain starts talking. The dinner is served. And he starts with Ezra and he says, So, Mr. York, where have you served, sir, if I may ask? What are some of your credentials? You seem to be a, a man who has the vernacular of the sea about, about him. Tell us a little bit about yourself, sir. Now, this is a chance for every player here to give me a small... Lauren, small, <laughs> little thing about their background, their seat on the sea, something for the listeners to enjoy. Tell us a little bit about Ezra Monkey York. Go ahead. Well, sir, I'd be but, but a wee lad of 12 when I went to sea. Uh, weren't no good being a shoemaker's son for me, no. Oh, your father Soon was a I. Aye, that'd be a cobbler in a small town in the northern parts of the shore. <laughs> Where they didn't wear shoes, I understand. But old, old Monk, he watched, uh, he watched the sea all the time and talked to the sailors and learned of the life about. And, and that's what he wanted, to be on the planks. And so I've been to sea since I were 12. Cabin boy, then running the monkey gun where my nickname came from. And then finally gunner and master gunner. Yes, we had um there was some some talk among, amongst my men today that there was um the Pelican. Did you serve on her, sir? I, there was someone said that they knew that you had been shipped out on that on that vessel uh, almost a year ago. But now you're here with the Seraphim, is that correct? I that be true. I served under the Pelican under that captain there, yes. It were a, a strange a strange voyage. Sorry. Oh, well, Captain Denard is usually a very level-headed man. I hope that uh, I hope that he is well. If you should run into him again, um, please, my regards. I will. I will, sir. I will. And any other ships of note in Her Majesty's service, Mister York? Ah, uh, sadly, sadly, sir. Uh, many a year ago, we were uh, we were taken on. On the walrus, we were taken on by pirates, and uh, and thus I was imprisoned for a number of years before I'd seen the light, sir. I'd seen the light and found my way back to the service of honest and goodness sailship, and and that I be now, just an honest sailor, trying to make his way through Queen Elaine's navy. Well, we are happy to have you back, sir. And one of the reasons I wish to stomp out piracy is to keep honest seamen such as yourself able to continue the good work of for Queen Elaine and for Avalon. It is a shame to think that these people impose their will upon honest folk. It is, uh, they are a blight, sir, and I'm sorry that you suffered so. It were horrible, sir. We had rights, and 
and we were able to talk for ourselves. It was a hard, I didn't know what to do with myself. I'm so used to the whip and being told what to do and all. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, we had rights <laughs> and good food. <laughs> well, and no scurvy, but I like no it scurvy. here. <laughs> you... <laughs> I like it here where, where I'm beaten. <laughs> all right, Joel, that was fabulous. <laughs> um Milton Davis is not a stupid man, so but that was uh that was good. That was good. <laughs> All right. Uh let's go with Annika. Yeah. So, so he says, Oh, this is yeah, we know it's coming. Um so um Miss Finley, what sea sea tales do you have to share, ma'am? I uh take it from your brother's words that you did some vest in raiding in the uh the northern waters. Have you ever been to these shores before? No, I have not. Ah. And... She's swirling her sherry around and gripping her food like a savage. (laughs) But she doesn't think she's a savage. Right. The the thing with the three prongs is a fork, if you... But never mind. So, uh... Your family's your family. Uh, they They're have dag ships. Dagfin. My father was a Jarl. I served in his navy when I was a child, and up until I was eighteen. And in a way, yes, I do have a sea tale. But considering I was almost put on the chopping block today because of it, I'm not entirely sure you wish to hear it. You are my guest. Anything you say here, ma'am, I am not the commander of the Atibian Trading Company. I am an ally of yours at the moment. You are aboard one of Her Majesty's vessels, and you are one of Her Majesty's sailors. As far as I'm concerned, you deserve all the same respect as any man who serves beneath me. If you would like to share with us something about yourself, we'd be honored to have it at the table. Thank you for listening to The Secrets of the Seraphim. We hope you enjoyed our show. If you would be interested in helping us continue to bring these adventures to you, please join our Patreon at patreon.com slash thebardiccollege to gain access to our solo adventures, interviews with the writer and casts, and advanced news about our appearances at conventions. You can also follow us on Facebook at the Bardic College page. Until next time, may all your days be filled with fair weather and calm seas.